discover more compassionate relations with human beings, but how can we develop compassionate relations with the other creatures with whom we share this planet? There's an us before the wound, there's an us before oppression, and let to be pleasure is a way that we tap down into that. to the Total Liberation podcast. It is Mexi. And today we have, unfortunately, a sort of an emergency broadcast to spread the word about what's going on right now in Hawaii, where a U.S. Navy facility at Red Hill on Oahu has been leaking jet fuel into the drinking water for actually decades now, but it's only recently been getting media attention, albeit not nearly enough, I think because the most recent leak has been heavily affecting the families of people in the U.S. Navy, as well as Hawaiians. So the media tends to only really care when it is, you know, people in the U.S. military, the U.S. Navy, uh, certainly not when this happens to just native Hawaiians. So the Red Hill Storage Facility was built during World War II. It typically stores about 187 million gallons of jet fuel, just 100 feet above the most important freshwater aquifer that serves the island. It serves Honolulu, it serves, you know, upwards of a million people. Over the years, the barrels have unsurprisingly rusted out as they have not been maintained. And there have been several leaks that the Navy admits to, and probably others, It's hard to actually know the full extent and breadth of the damage that's been done and the effects it's had on on people drinking this water, including infants and pregnant people. Recently, alarm bells started to sound when Navy families started noticing that their water smelled like gasoline in late November. Their children were getting rashes, their pets were getting mysterious illnesses and needed to be put down. One person was rushed to the emergency room and was diagnosed with chemical burns in their mouth. But like I said, people have been drinking this water for decades, not knowing the extent of contamination because Navy officials always said that it was safe, despite the tests that they did showing diesel oil and lead levels above the recommended levels. So the first leak happened in 1949, and in 2014, 27,000 gallons of fuel were released. And this time it was about 14,000, although again, it's not clear. (laughs) It's not clear uh, the extent of of the damage here. The chief engineer and board of water director Ernest Lau has been warning that catastrophic contamination of the aquifer could happen for years now. We cannot wait any longer. The water resources is, is precious. It's irreplaceable. It's pure. There is no substitute for pure water. And, and our lives depend upon it. So I would urge the uh, decision makers and the Navy to take action immediately, to take away this risk from our vital water resources there. Coalitions of indigenous Hawaiians, anti-war and environmental activists have been demanding that the facility be shut down for decades as well. But the Navy is belligerent and they have now said that they will contest the governor's declaration of a state of emergency and his demand that the Navy suspend operations at Red Hill and drain the fuel. 
As Silver Spook talks about in the stream, Hawaii is the staging ground for much of the U.S. military's activity in Asia, which is partly why the U.S. has maintained their illegal military occupation of the sovereign nation of Hawaii since 1898. This issue really brings together so many interconnected issues, colonialism, capitalism, imperialism, and their effects on people and the planet. The U.S. war machine is the world's biggest polluter, and it is exempt from climate treaties. Exempt. How can that be? We don't even know the full extent of the damage being done by the Pentagon, but what we do know is appalling. The Superfund sites, for one, a greenhouse gas emission is through the roof. Uh, they are contaminating areas with PFAS or toxic forever chemicals. And through imperialism, they are weakening other countries' abilities to pay for climate mitigation and adaptation. And of course, just continuing primitive accumulation everywhere, dispossessing indigenous peoples from their lands to make way for illegal settlement and capitalist accumulation that then toxifies the lands and waters and makes them unlivable for future generations. And, you know, this event and Standing Rock and what's going on with the Wet'suwet'en struggle and Line 3, etc., you know, it shows that it doesn't just happen abroad. This happens in our internal colonies as well. And states like the U.S. and Canada are very happy to use militarized violence to force through colonial capitalist projects despite indigenous resistance. It's unconscionable. We need to be firmly anti-imperialist, especially here in the imperial core. And we need to really ramp up our activism against this. We won't have a livable future without it. We won't have justice for anyone, but especially the world's indigenous peoples. And we won't be able to move beyond capitalism without indigenous solidarity and anti-imperialism being absolutely fundamental to our struggle. So today we have back on the show Silver Spook, who is an amazing Native Hawaiian comrade, streamer, educator, and indie game developer, to talk about the implications of this, uh, the impacts in Hawaii, the just absolute folly of the U.S. military and why everyone should quit and there should be a mutiny uh, within the ranks and why decolonization and anti-imperialism are so vital. So if you are able to bring attention to this in any way possible, please do, even if that is just through sharing on social media, um, you know, share, share anything, right? Share posts, you can share this episode. Um, we'll put more links in the description. But we need to shut down Red Hill, and we need to shut down all the other Red Hills at home and abroad. So if you're able to organize any solidarity rallies or actions as well, that would be rad. There are actions going on now organized by Indigenous activists, uh, the Sierra Club, other local organizers. So, um, you know, look for those. I'll link some things in the description box if you are interested and you are local to Hawaii and want to get involved. Uh, but before we dive in, thank you to our Patreon supporters who make this work possible. You can find us at patreon.com slash total liberation and join our bi-monthly community calls. Uh, but please also check out Silver Spook's Patreon and his indie game Neofeud, which is a super rad anti-capitalist decolonial cyberpunk game. And you can pick that up. I will put a link in the description box as well to support the Silver Spook Cooperative or Hui. And as always, please share the episode to increase our reach. Thank you, everyone. And now let us hear from Silver Spook. Hey, everybody. I'm uh, Silver Spook. I am a uh, native Hawaiian uh, activist, Kiai uh, or defender here on the big island of Hawaii, or Moko Kiawe is the other name for it. And yeah, I do a lot of indigenous left perspective education on the YouTube channel that I have and Twitch channel. And uh, 
on various social medias and also I do a lot of uh, game development related stuff which is mostly actually mostly what I do and uh, making such indigenous left cyberpunk games like Neofeud and Neofeud 2 currently working on a short project that's going to come out at the end of this month hopefully that's about beating imperialists out of your country and decolonizing yourself uh, sometimes using nice. weapons anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice Oh, but hey, but isn't that reverse genocide? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it's always a pleasure to have you. Um, so yeah, I wanted to do this this kind of emergency episode because of what's going on right now in Hawaii. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, there's a red alert at Red Hill, which is a Navy operation where there were 187 million barrels of jet fuel being stored 100 feet above a freshwater aquifer. And it's just come out that this has leaked. And now, uh, I guess we'll get into it, but it's it's actually unclear how long ago, you know, for how long this water has been con- contaminated, what is the full extent of the impact on the people who have been drinking or exposed to this water. Um, so just absolutely horrifying. So um, I guess, can you start by talking about, you know, when... When did you find out about this and how is your family dealing with this? Yeah, so it's, yeah, it, it, it's been, uh, yeah, where, where to start? <laughs> the legal <laughs> occupation of Hawaii 30,000 yeah. years ago. I was talking to my Asian relatives. It starts, 30, starts 37,000 years ago, um, but uh, we're going to jump forward a little. But long story short, the United States military has been operating, as you kind of mentioned. The main main point is that they've been operating this underground fuel storage facility uh, was built during world war ii it's basically enough fuel i believe when it was built to run the entire united states military especially particularly asia pacific but that's like right now especially that's like the majority of what they're doing um but it was basically like the u.s world war ii military operations for years was meant to be run from the fuel from these tanks um it's just a huge amount of fuel they're yeah so they're ancient and they were, they, they might have been, you know, new and up to, you know, engineering standards at the time. But at this point, they've, they've, they've rusted away. They haven't been updated. Um, there is no place in the, I just, I was just getting updated on this. There's no place in the United States that has anything like, you know, that 160 million barrels, just, just, just huge amounts of fuel stored in one place, as far as I can tell. And certainly not 100 feet above basically the majority of a million people's drinking water. It, it, it's like a major water source and it potentially could poison the entire island of Oahu, make it uninhabitable, basically. It is the region of the island, the, the south side, Honolulu, all the way to the end. This is like, it's basically like Manhattan in the tropics. It's a huge city, skyscrapers. You know, you got from, Hawaii has the largest per capita and per geographic area U.S. military, Marines, Navy, Air Force, Army, uh, bases, personnel, equipment of any state state of the United States. So yeah, it, it, it's you know it's pretty dire. And how did I? I mean, I've known about this thing for a long time mm-hmm. because this is not this is not new. Just to give people an idea of what exactly is happening, this is a post from the, the – this is from internally to the U.S. military. It was on the Reddit, U.S. military Reddit, um, our Hawaii – or sorry, our Hawaii. 
Um, but it's from a U.S. service uh, person. The jet fuel faucet water. Is this the drink of the future? This morning I woke up to the worst smelling tap water. Smelled like I could get 14 miles per gallon. Called maintenance. Was told by a lovely gentleman that personally he wouldn't drink, bathe, wash, or use the water at all. And to call back in the afternoon for an update. Call back for an update. Of course, I jumped on social media and found out the neighborhood was experiencing a similar smell-induced morning vibe. Except some had already bathed their children or given their pets morning food and water. Um, children have already been uh, hospitalized, many of them, babies. U.S. soldiers, this is very important to remember, the U.S. military service families. So if you take nothing else from this, you should you should quit the U.S. military. You should know that if you sign up, and if you are a spouse, significant other, family member of a U.S. military, your children, your your infants will wake up, throwing, will, will drink something, and then they'll be throwing up, and the military was allowing that to happen for years and now and for the last week. They lied about this and poisoned thousands of their own inf- one-year-old infant babies. So the, you know, the, 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 the husband or uh, partner or non-binary you know, spouse is off serving, you know, somewhere probably in AUKUS, you know, trying to start nuclear war in the South China Sea or whatever they're doing in Afghanistan or Iraq. And the wife or husband and child are at home getting poisoned and the US military is lying to its own family members. So so that's 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 if if nothing else, I mean, I hope that I hope that you 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 realize, I mean, if, if you didn't already realize what disgusting thing these what you know US military industrial complex and its empire and the capitalism that it globally enforces with genocide, all the things that, you know, I'm sure people who probably follow this podcast know, you should know that even the deal that it used to give, which is that if you sign up to defend the United States, the Constitution, freedom and democracy, and be the light on the the light on the hill for the world to see, even if you don't really believe in all the things the United States professes to stand for, uh, you know, here, here's a few other facts before I before I continue that. I, this is this is good. I want to front load it with this because this is what you should um, definitely know. And then also on top of the fact that the United States is illegally occupying Hawaii, has committed horrible. Uh, you know, atrocities against Native Hawaiians, banning our language, banning our culture. Not only that, um, the United States military is not only poisoning its troops, babies, and they're being hospitalized. Dogs have to be put down because they've been drinking this gasoline and they were spasming and had to be put to sleep because of this. Um, and this is not not just this. This has happened multiple times in the past. There's 27,000 this was 14,000, and we don't know the true amount. The U.S. military is not honest about anything. Not its wars that it's fighting. Not its, uh, you know, not, not, not its, uh, uh, you know, spreading of the number one vector of global pandemics, including the Kansas, also known as the Spanish flu, but it's really the Kansas U.S. military-based flu. And so it's COVID-19, which was spread through Hawaii through the U.S. military. We had magnitudes bigger cases uh, in 2020 during RIMPAC, the world's largest global imperial U.S., U.K., Canada, all the usual suspects, you know, all the G7, Japan, Australia, the world's biggest military games to prepare for the world's most catastrophic and ill thought through, you know, new Cold War slash hybrid war on China, etc. that they came to practice here for. That's when we spread all the COVID. So anyway, they, they lied about the COVID that was coming in. They lied about the U.S. military. By the way, if you join the U.S. military, this is what you need to remember. You are going to get covid and they're going to lie about what it is, and you and they basically you can't distance, and uh, 
you can't do anything about it. You, you are a vector of biological warfare when you join the U.S. military, and you're going to harm your own family and children. By the way, one out of every three, one out of every five people at least has permanent uh, neurological disorders from COVID. Uh, long COVID is rampant everywhere. Your lung. I, I have a my, my cousin's a doctor works in uh, uh, um, Minnesota and said like every single person that's come in with COVID, you can instantly tell. And the U.S. military is going to give you COVID in to bring it into Guam, into Okinawa, into Hawaii, into uh, Germany, into ev- into Italy. By the way, everywhere the U.S. military is, it has extraterritoriality. It doesn't respect any law, international law. Um, and it doesn't even, not only that, does it not respect rules-based orders? Not only does it not respect um, the freedom, so-called freedom and democracy, human rights, prosperity, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't bring those anywhere. But it doesn't respect its own soldiers. Um, this, this is, you should know this. The United States military, one in five families struggles with hunger. So we have children starving and routinely have to go to food banks just to just to get enough uh, food to survive because of how little the soldiers are actually paid. They don't tell you about this. One in five families, um, the suicide rate is four times higher. And the thing is, it's not just because you did, you know, you have post-traumatic stress, which you will get if you do incredibly, uh, you know, serious violence and you're in extremely stressful and dangerous situations. The suicide rate, it's not the same because I have some comrades in Vietnam. It's not the same because in the U.S. military, you will commit atrocities. You know, you will commit genocide. You will blow up hospitals and preschools and in Afghanistan and you will you will you will shoot children and or cause their deaths. And you will participate in that for the profit of billionaires. And that causes a deep moral injury because and you might not realize that's what you're doing. But when you get out, then you realize that's what you've been doing. You know, um, many, you know, Uncle Walter Ritty is a native Hawaiian ex-Vietnam War veteran. That was the number one person standing up for all this. The reason why, he, uh, speaking of water, he stopped the one of uh, a, a group of native Hawaiian and other activists that occupied Kaho'olawe when the U.S. military bombed it so hard that they cracked the entire water table, making it uninhabitable. See, this mili- U.S. military has already made one out of, you know, the, the, the eight-plus islands of Hawaii uninhabitable. It's not the first time they have done this by destroying the capacity for that island to store any water. Speaking of the, you know, we talk, we're talking, like a lot of people understand, water protectors and indigenous protectors, I'm, as a native Hawaiian, I, I very connected with all of my indigenous relatives all around the, Total Island and the rest of the world. And so the U.S. military is a direct by its bombings and by its fuel storage participating in the total annihilation of the capacity of uh, at least one and now possibly two islands here. Uh, a million, there are over a million inhabitants, people on that island right now as we speak. It's, a, it's about a million total people on that Oahu Island that could become uninhabitable. That's that's my native Aina. Aina is a Hawaiian word that means land. That's where I'm from. And that my family's there. They've we we've all our, me uh, uh, positive synergy. Uh, my mom and dad, my relatives. Uh, we've all suffered some damage from this already. And anyways, so so you will and th- because you know that you're participating in this at some point, the suicide rate goes up because of the deep moral injury and this kind of cognitive dissonance and this loss in what you were raised to believe, you know, in that American flag and this freedom and this justice and this thing you gave your, you're going to give your life for, but you actually are giving your life as a, as a, as a, as a mercenary for rich, uh, assholes to make more billions of dollars. You, you literally represent death, nothing or, or evil. That's about all you represent as a U.S. service matter. Not only that, 
you will you will be more likely to kill yourself. You will be more likely to spread these pandemics and viruses. Uh, uh, here's a, a fact: uh, the U.S. military is, is, as I said, is a number one uh, pathogen transmitter based on historical studies. Despite not only the military itself denying it, governments around the world refusing to investigate this. Okinawa is another place where they brought there was like a hundred cases. The U.S. military broke their cordon sanitaire because the this is what you have to realize: there is no such thing as really even the United States. You're all just. It's just a guy. It's just a cartel. You know, they say Canada has three oil companies with a trench coat, wearing a stupid hat, <laughs> carrying a gun. The United States is, you know, three oil companies, big tech companies, uh, AI companies, and a giant wet arm companies carrying the biggest gun on the face of the earth, you know? And the, the gun wags the rest of the trench coats and, you know, gang, gang uh, gangs generally, you know, because they do all they do all the hanging of the earth, right? And the U.S. military doesn't respect any laws, not its own country's laws, not not Canada's laws, not not uh, not Okinawa, Guam, Germany. Europe is America's poodle. It's a joke. They all back the G20. They all they all back the uh, they'll do whatever the U.S. says. Merkel just says, you know, if you're spying on me, can I? I'm sorry, I'll, I'll speak louder next time. Right, Denmark is like a is a is like a AI and a, a eavesdropping hub for the entire nex, a nexus for all of Europe, and that's what they they have extraterritoriality. And when you join the U.S. military, your job is to go to Germany and spread COVID and try to push for more war at the edge of uh, countries that don't align with Western uh, U.S. led capitalism. And that's what your job is in the that, so so anyway. So th- this is a this is a long uh, a one, but you know th- those are those are four things you need to remember. Is that you are you're going to have a higher rate of uh, your your children are in danger, and the U.S. military is not going to tell you when it's the water is filled with gasoline that your children are consuming, your partner is consuming, and you are consuming, and they're getting sick, possibly dying, thousands of them, ninety three thousand plus. Um, they're not going to tell you that. You're going to poison your family. You're going to be hungry. They're not going to pay you even enough to do this to feed your own family. Um, they, yeah, you routinely see these food banks. The housing is falling apart. That's another thing at, at the, at the Hickam air force, the Navy bases. I had, I've had friends who like were in the military and trying to get them out of it, but you know, and they're, they were like, Oh my goodness. You know, for all the new, the, the not, not high ranking officers, the housing is calling collapsing because there are private Australian housing contractors, you know, like Rupert Murdoch's friends, right. In AUKUS running corporate for-profit military housing. So I'm talking about you know the houses that your that you and your family might live in on the navy air force marines and army bases falling apart termites bed bugs everywhere rat infested uh, not maintained with like babies waking up with rashes on their bodies because they're sleeping in rat poop in the military housing so so and that's just another health crisis internally to the US military's failure to take care of its own tro- troops that are enforcing its global genocide and you know for-profit warmongering right it's really important that people understand that that's, you know, um, because I know a lot of people might, might, I know people might hear this and they might think, you know, people feel sorry for native Hawaiians and, but I understand that like, there's a lot of people in the United States and in Canada that maybe not, they're not fully on board with everything that indigenous, they feel sorry, but they're not really, Oh, I don't know what this full tilly decolonization thing. I kind of like my flag. You know, if you're on the board, if you're, if you're on the fence about that kind of stuff, just know that, your country and Canada works with you know the, the U.S. Is, is just, Canada is just it's just a it's just the northern poodle of the United States is the same thing. You just you say jump, we say how high we, we're going to need a bunch of TC Energy oil to put it into our 
our our U.S. Uh, illegal occupied Hawaii global Death Star fuel facility called Red Hill, and then Canada goes okay, and you know that 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 thing that you think is a country is not really a country, you know it's 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 a it's a it's a just a it's a cartel illegal gangster operation with a bunch of human rights and freedom characteristics like slapped all over the front of it, you know, uh, and, and, uh, when you serve it, especially now, and maybe there was a better deal for, for, for people like 10, and it's definitely gone even more downhill when you serve it in this mill in, in its, uh, you know, as a stormtrooper pulling triggers for your empire, you know, or even not pulling triggers, just doing Excel spreadsheet, you know, um, or artificial intelligence programming for, you know, global surveillance and, you know, hellfire missile shooting drones or whatever you're doing it is not going to take care of you it's not going to take care of your children that's one thing you sign up to fight for uncle sam and and, and the military will take care of you and you're at least you know you might not come back and your your wife or your husband might have to wait worrying for three months six months are my is my partner going to come back off of that sub but not only that your dog will be put down or possibly put down and your children will be poisoned and they won't tell you about it and you come back you find your baby throwing up all over the place, or possibly, I mean, worse. So, anyway, so anyway, uh, that, that that's like that's like my front loaded PSA. But how did I find out about this? I, I I'm not answering your question. The truth is, uh, I've known this at least for like over a decade. I don't know when I first found out about it, but I, I knew this has been happening. It's just the world is finding out about it more now because um, I have tweeted the U.S. Empire into submission with my six thousand reshared posts. So <laughs> I just want to say, own own your. I mean. I'm I'm kind of half joking about that. It's not just me. Lots of people have been bringing, raising attention. Thank you for raising attention. This has been going on for decades. Uh, it's just that nobody has the the visibility and the pressure hasn't been this high. And this is a severe spill. This is not the only spill. This is not the first time. This is just one that it makes it. It, it, it if I hadn't and other people hadn't like been kind of sharing this everywhere that we can in person with live. There are real time actions happening, protests happening in Oahu in a variety of places all over the place. And then there's also the online things that are happening without all of that visibility. Nobody would know that, that, that this cat- catastrophe is happening. And then the U S military would continue to U S military backing, you know, the military industrial complex and, you know, the death star U S white supremacist capitalism and the U S military is the enforcer of it for wall street without this visibility, it would just continue on as normal. In fact, the U S military is continuing on as normal. It doesn't really even care. It, um, it is, it, it just announced today that the U S military, uh, let me, let me get you exactly what they said. This is, this is the formal declaration. Yeah. So the U S Navy has been ordered by the governor of Hawaii because of this catastrophe there's a possibility that this, this thousands of gallons of fuel, right. That is poison. The aquifer It's poisoned the, um, basically the, the well that is on at the red Hill base and, and within the military's water infrastructure, there's basically like, if you think of it, like there's two straws, there's like small, there's like small little cups. They have straws going down into a single huge aquifer, like a giant, if you think of the aquifer, like a giant tank, right. And the you all of the population of Honolulu, the majority of Oahu, basically, is uh, fed from this aquifer. They pump water out of it, and then there's the U.S. military that has its own separate straw that pumps water out. Now it's known it's it's unclear where exactly the fuel is in the entire island. And here's something that should be understood: if the fuel were to get into the main aquifer, there is no historical, um, there is no existent um, case 
of fuel, gasoline, petroleum being cleaned from an aquifer. It is not even known if that is even possible. So if this was to happen, it's possible that the island or huge sections of Oahu, again, million people, could become uninhabitable, just fully uninhabitable. That's the end. You know, uh, no way to clean it. It's possible. And this is where it becomes complicated. Not becomes complicated. This is where business, the different, you know, capitalist business interests and the people of Hawaii, uh, the settler, settler colonial collaborators with the legal state of Hawaii. Let's put it that way. Um, if you don't, yeah, also, also take away that Hawaii is an illegally occupied country under the United Nations uh, High Commission on Human Rights. It's a illegal military occupation and a fraudulent annexation. And the United States government has no jurisdiction in the sovereign country of Hawaii. It is simply um, belligerently committing international law violations for decades and decades and over a century. That's what it is. I, like literally, it's just, it's just the, it's just, you know, it's just, that's all it is. Right. And so, but this is becoming clear that that's what Hawaii is. Right. But it's, it's that it, there's a semblance, there's a facade of quote unquote, normalness and democracy and normalness and the state of Hawaii as legitimized. And it's very important that people realize that this is why if you just, you know, if I just keep getting on the internet and screaming at enough people into the, you know, into enough people's ears, and I can I have access to 7.8 billion potentially that Hawaii is an illegally occupied country. Not, not just me, but if everybody operates, you know, it's like this book, American gods where like, you know, I don't know if you've read that book, but um, no. Okay. It's okay. But you know, it's kind of like, People believe America exists because people believe America exists, right? People operate under the auspices that they are a citizen with these laws. And if they follow these laws and practice in this democracy and operate in this way and put their hand over this, their heart this way, um, that, you know, that they will continue to have. And there's a there's a deal there, right? It's kind of like, well, in America is treating me well. You know, this United States government is treating me. Well, you know, I, I, you know, it, it's basically like I have the things I need, my food and my, my housing and my education. And, you know, there's a certain baseline. If, if, if a society, if an ostensible country, government, entity, organization like meets those people will just kind of let it go. It, it only really gets called into question when your children are now drinking poison. And the thing that you thought was a country is actually killing your dog and your wife. You know, and you're like, wait what and that's what's happening right now is the united people who even millionaires people who own airlines and uh you know run hotels you're not gonna have any hotels or any airlines you're gonna have 22 billion dollars worth of hawaii tourism the number one tourist destination for the united states when it could fly planes because it wasn't spreading global COVID. how are you gonna run your tourism when you don't have a water supply what are restaurants gonna cook with gasoline oil you can't you can't prepare you know iron chef morimoto's you know squidding pasta if it comes out smelling like a gas station you know it's actually unedible you can't do anything that this is i was i was watching a a hawaii um like like the local news station was running a like a conference like a like a five person panel like the board of water supply the governor us military uh us uh representative kaikahele he's a, he's a hawaiian nx in the military uh officer i believe and all these different, you know, and then we had like activist Sierra Club talking. And the thing that, you know, kept keep coming up is that like, if you want to have any economy and at all, you know, you, 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 military, tourism, industrial complex. I mean, I don't like the military industrial complex or the tourism industrial complex, but you're not going to have any industrial, any things complex or otherwise complex or simple. 
you you have no life without you know as we say the vi is vi is the word that means wealth and it also means water in hawaiian and uh you know it, and not wealth in the sense of like we want to accumulate lots of wealth but it's like the thing that is required to sustain you know the the, the life the 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 aina that is our mother you know that reigns upon it, it, the the water of life the vi is different from kai kai is salt water and kai is also very important but that fresh water you don't you know if the kai comes into the vi that's another thing if they over pump they over pump um because they shut down red hill to feed the hundreds of thousands of people there i have to get, provide water they have to draw from alternate there are alternate there are other aquifers on the island but that's the main one right it's in, it's it provides water for at least half of hawaii's population in the most dense part of the city but while they're dry, drain, drawing water in from the other through the other straws to re- make up for the lost water, um, what that can do is if they overdraw, they can cause salinated or salty water to to uh, to come into the freshwater lenses in the alternate aquifers. So what does that do? You could potentially accidentally destroy the capacity for every region of Oahu. Just because of you're trying to make up for the lost water due to this U.S. military poisoning of the main one, um, and so you know, and so th- that's Kai. So anyway, so this it, it, Kai is a Hawaiian word that means salt water, like Hawaii Kai. I mean, you know. Anyways, yeah. So back, so what is the Navy doing about this? So this is the important part. The Navy is currently was ordered by the governor because even even the even the tourism and the real estate, right? The major industries Hawaii is like, you know, it's military, 25%. Like tourism is like 75%. If you include real estate tourism together, it's about 75%. You know, it's huge. You know, the most expensive, $140 million for a quarter acre lot. Those kind of level uh, uh, um, property prices are found on places like Diamond Head, places like Kahala. This is the richest, most powerful people on earth. Everybody's got to share. You know, I, I talk about this all the time. Mark Zuckerberg, Larry Ellison, you know, it was an entire island. You know, Mark just bought another 700 acres. Uh, you know, what's his name? You know, Musk, Gates, Bezos just bought like $45 million. He gave like $10 million to support. He's like, he gets to give a million, $10 million and a bunch of people are saying back is corporate because Bezos gave $10 million something <laughs> to some organization. And then he, at the same day, he bought 45. It's just, it's, it's totally just like, I'm going to do like 10% good. I'm going to look like I'm doing good. That's why every billionaire becomes a philanthropist so that they can cover up the other 99%, 90, 99% that you're doing. That's all evil, which is like displacing more native Hawaiians, jacking the property prices up on top of smashing all of his workers. Anyway, so so that that real estate industry is like the real estate and then tourism is like the majority of maybe internally the, the economy of Hawaii. But actually the military is what calls the shots because the governor... Worried from all of his real, all the real estate stakeholders, all the tourism stakeholders, and you have you have the Sierra Club and environmental, you know, groups, and you know, there's a handful of you know, ah, I'm gonna save the world billionaires, and they, you know, they, they you know, I, I've talked about this guy who owns Tetris that I've worked for before, and he like basically single handedly got solar panels on people's roofs by throwing huge amounts of money into lobbying. But I mean, even that, you don't stand billionaires can't really ultimately that one, one do go to billionaire, and most of them aren't. It's not gonna do anything against the military industrial complex that is currently trying to fight, you know, a, a ridiculous attempted nuclear war on a successful socialist Asian group of countries, actually. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but it is what runs Hawaii. The governor said, ordered the Navy to shut down Red Hill. 
issued an order said this is an endangering Hawaii you must immediately withdraw the fuel you must cease operations at Red Hill and the Navy you must withdraw the fuel from you move, remove that fuel that hundred million plus gallons from Red Hill in 30 days it was an order right yeah you have a democracy right it's a country the Navy said we'll take your order as a request so the admiral said he said oh that's nice the Navy is currently while 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 its families, Navy's families are being holed up in hotels. I just heard like military uh, spouses like that are watching their children. They can't really cook in a hotel. That is there's like not even a hot plate. Children like they they can't like keep their kids from like getting out because they don't, it's not childproofed. The Navy cannot disclose for national security reasons, of course, right? For global international security reasons, the U.S. military can't say how many stormtroopers are currently currently being rehoused. While the rest of them are crashing their nuclear submarines into freaking Chinese fish farms and seamounts in the South China Sea, right? We can't really, we can't disclose that. But, but what we know is that there are thousands and thousands, based on how many hotels are booked, of people that are being put up. The water is still uh, unpotable. It's, it's, it's festering. If they don't get it out of there, they don't pump that water and get it out. The other thing is they're pumping water out and they're just throwing it into the ocean. So thanks. You got all this gasoline out of the Vi. And then you threw it into the kai, you threw it into the ocean. That's all over the beach. So thanks. That's what the that's what the navy's done. Not like get it out and process it. They just pumped it straight into the storm drains. But they haven't. But they haven't really pumped it all. It's they're just the navy has said um, it's not an order. Del Toro, uh, navy secretary of the navy, Carlos Del Toro said on Monday, it's not an order. It's just a request that we're taking very seriously and engaging. <laughs> we're engaging in steps and. You know, and having conversations about actions that might be taking at some future, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, mm-hmm. he added, it is, uh, Ige decided he's to issue the order. The governor of Hawaii said, "Be clearly, we have fuel in the water system. I mean, it's, we've had fuel in the water systems for the last decades. 2014, 27,000 gallons was spilled. You know, people were getting sick. You know, I mean, it, 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 you know, I mean, Hawaii's not even the, I mean, I shouldn't say Hawaii's not the worst, but you know, I mean, because this one is pretty catastrophic. Okinawa. Guam, okay, Okinawa has like 300 times more PFAS, like the, those forever chemicals, 300 times more than the already far exceeding any kind of, you know, national or international parts per million. It had 300 times more than they admitted in their, in Okinawa, in one spill alone. So this is a thing that the, 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 the people are talking about Camp Lejeune, this, you know, the U.S. military treats people and it, where the base is where it is and its own personnel like this on a regular basis. Um, and Hawaii has, you know, Hawaii is basically the, it's Hawaii is like literally the Death Star. It's where Edward Snowden leaked all the dirty laundry. I bring this up all the time on streams and panels and interviews, but you have to really realize, I mean, that's why I, you know, I, I, not, I don't want to like over center, like how important Hawaii is. Cause like it's important that lots of struggles are important, but Hawaii is literally the head of the, it used to be called the um, PACOM, Pacific Command of the United States military, but it's the Indo-PACOM and it's three other, like, it's basically like the command center for the entire half of this earth. I mean, as an example, the war in Iraq, the bombings in Iraq and Afghanistan were staged 30 miles or more. I'm doing a stream. In fact, it's not even on Oahu. They, they, they practice bombing with F-22s, um, joint military uh, army, like laser guided strikes. The Vietnam war planes were launched from 
where, where I am right now. Uh, the uh, Korean War, all these genocide. All, you you pick you know you know Iraq is just West Asia actually that's what it is you know but it, th- this is where the U.S. actually launches huge amounts of its operations and definitely when it goes to war it's trying to go to war on China right now uh, which is you know again I've said it three times is what are you even doing you should be solving climate change fighting real wars against climate change and COVID but you're trying to fight anyways this is where they are launching it part of the reason why it's spilling now is because they're fueling F twenty two Raptors they're dumping fuel into destroyers and battle you know all those aircraft carriers. Their, their fuel is, 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 is moving more than it used to because they're gearing up. They're putting building bases in Palau. They're deploying to forward operating bases in, uh, you know, I said, Okinawa is just increasing its military presence. Uh, AUKUS, F-35s uh, on Her Majesty, the, Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth, you know, your, your head of state over there in Canada. <laughs> Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth's $10 billion overpriced aircraft carrier that came out half broken from her ridiculous... Old, you know, sad, you know, Roman, unhealed Roman trauma, sad island called Britain. That aircraft carrier was also in the RIMPAC here in Hawaii, um, practicing to go through the Taiwan Strait. Anyways, so the governor said, you must do this. The Navy said, no, we're not going to do it. Because why? Because we said so. Ultimately, this, the, 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 the state of Hawaii government and people are starting to realize because their their lives, their families, their children, their entire neighborhoods, um, their economy, their tourism, their hotels, their everything, their school, everything, their schools, their history uh, that will be gone when this is when when the Oahu is not inhabitable, they're realizing that they are just pawns in a much bigger game. And the reason why America is in Hawaii is, is to is a platform to make war on China. Is a platform to plunder Asia. That's all Hawaii is. It's a, it is literally a gas station for the planet's Star Destroyers and TIE Fighters. And the stormtroopers just ride on those and then they go and they kill everyone in Vietnam and North Korea and install global capitalism and fascism and whatever else they need to do to kill all the communists that are coming out of the, mostly uh, Asia, actually. Um, and Hawaii, when we're able to have it, like in the 1800s, when we had the highest literacy rate, the world's first universal healthcare system, and all the things I talk about. So, so they're freaking out right now. They're freaking out, and I'm I'm seeing it because the governor usually, the usually the the business community, right, the tourism and the real estate and the military industrial complex are aligned usually like, historically, but now they're starting to split because the the, the, the local like. Hey, I'm gonna erase my Hawaiianness. I have family members that do this. I talk about it on my street like recently, right? Like, I, I, we're all Americans now, Chris. What are you getting mad about? You know, this things that happened a long time ago. We, Hawaiians were just backward savages, and I'm like, Dad, we had the most advanced literary country. We had the world's first global actual socialist country that was technologically modern, advanced, and anti-imperialist. And you know, we we, we were we were like trying to build an Asia Pacific coalition to push back against Western capitalism and barbarism and, and, and that's like what are you talking about just put your hand over your heart say the american uh uh you know anthem sing the anthem do the pledge of allegiance and we get a good cut see we get a good cut right see we got we got we got a job kind of we got in like a city that we can't afford to live in but i mean you know it's pretty good i mean if you sell it out and you become like a real estate agent or a lawyer for a big law firm or you know if you join the u.s military you get a good deal and now it's like oh wait that was just a temporary kind of like slightly not as mean squid games that we were playing we're playing western capitalism that's like eating everyone now 
And that's what pe- that's what my family is. I my 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 family is still in denial about this. They're like, it's fine. It's gonna go away anytime. And the U.S. Mil- I'm sure the U.S. military, the U.S. military, and the United States represent freedom and democracy. And they would not. Yes, capitalism has a few problems, maybe. But you know, we're all capitalists now, and it's, they're gonna clean it up anytime now. They're gonna clean it up. They're gonna they're gonna just make it right because that's what we that's what they do. That's what they do. That's what they've done. You know, Hawaiians couldn't do anything if Hawaiians ran their own country. Again, like they just be throwing spears at each other. They just be like eating each other like a bunch of cannibals, you know, like all this gross, racist, wrong things, you know. And uh, and, uh, and it makes me very depressed to think about that because I'm like watching my family. They're three. They're three miles from Red Hill. They're in an area called Kali Palama. It's the it's the basically like the most ghetto, like New Jersey crossed with like a Brazilian favela area of hawaii that's where i'm from that's where i worked as a social worker and a stem teacher with all the impoverished filipino hundred filipino asylum seekers from america's forward operating fascist base in the philippines um honduran asylum seekers puerto ricans you know other asian and pacific islanders uh, you know poor people you know it's 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 the ghetto and that's where they're from and that's the part that's going to be poisoned first if if anywhere's going to get a point if any they're already were wrecked there are copper pipes and lead was leaking, leaching into the water decades ago. I remember in the 80s when I was born, they were talking about like, oh, all this brain damage and birth defects due to lead, chromium-6, you know, they're in Brockovich chemical, all this stuff in the water. You know, I was growing up, I drank all, I drank all, I'm, I'm sure I've got all kind of unknown issues due to it. You know, it, it, it would last time, I, every time I go back to Oahu, it smells worse. It smelled like burning plastic five years ago. It's probably like re- residue from the 2014, 27,000 gallon Leak. Who knows? I mean, the pipes. It's all. It's all bad. And, anyways, I, I I've just been. I've, so anyway, and, and, and so finally, the U.S. Navy is not going to. The U.S. military has refused formally to clean it to to drain the fuel. They're disobeying the United States so-called state of Hawaii government because everyone is forfeit. The soldiers, the U.S. Navy, uh, unless you're like a I don't know what like a G thirteen. Or you're like a um, general, you know, if you're the admiral of the Navy. Maybe you can get your water flown in from like, you know, hand melted, you know, by tiny elves at the North Pole, like pristine water flown in from the Swiss Alps, you know. But other than, I mean, because if you get bottled water, it doesn't mean it's going to be clean. It's usually bottled, bottled in a nearby uh, a facility. I mean, and um, there's untraceable other elements that are already in the, uh, a lot of the water in Hawaii. Anyways, so unless you are very high up, and you're very wealthy, you will not escape. And you, as a troop, as a soldier, as a as a, as a family member of the soldier, the, the the partners, you will not escape. Your life is forfeit. Your 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 children are forfeit for the profit of. I was listening. I was, I was reading something from a nuclear sub operator, and they were saying like, you know, the thing is, they talk about, oh, we don't have any money. We don't have any money. It's ten billion dollars to clean this up. It's too much money. If this is a 780 was it 750 780 billion dollar military budget this year just, the, the congress is like throwing more money with the so-called progressives they're just like dumping oh you wanted you wanted that here take 30 billion more for free uh the thing is then the, uh, the sub was commander was saying like we have like multiple like routinely many 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 nuclear submarines nuclear reactors coming in and out of Pearl Harbor all the time there's huge operations going on it's like billions of billions and billions and billions and billions. The majority of the billions is going into the Asia Pacific theater, right? To make war on our Asian and Pacific indigenous socialist peoples, you know? You know, all the peoples here in the Pacific that are trying to... And that's how you know that you're actually doing something is when the, when the Western Empire go to full war with you. Then you're doing, so, then you're doing something for real. 
uh, Western capitalist, ra- racialized capitalism, white supremacy-based empires, when they go to full war with you and they declare you an enemy, you, you're probably doing something. They don't, they don't do that to their friends, you know? That's why, that's, why Europe, that's why Europe doesn't get bombed a lot, you know, because Europe's too busy enforcing racialized capitalism, pretending like they have social democracy. How's it going when you're Muslim and black in Germany? Not too good. How's Germany treating the Bolivians? Not too good. But, you know, we have some Asian and Pacific Islander and ASEAN and other peoples over here that are trying to do something in a counter-hegemonic, counter-hegemonic to the Western capitalist racist hegemony. And that's why I really hope that this is, if you take nothing else, you don't have to support everything that I, you have to believe everything I say, you should look everything up. I, I expect, you know, people that have some kind of education to at least do some of that. Don't look it up on CNN, BBC or New York Times or Wikipedia because they don't want to put down the fact that Hawaii had the world's first universal health care. Eight years before Karl Marx published Das Kapital, Hawaii had universal health care, by the way. So it's not like, you know, you badly, you have, you have some people that are, you know, badly, badly following their own advice. And that's what, you know, or, or not unable to fully follow their own advice. Um, and they, those descendants are still here in Hawaii. They, they could Hawaii because why? Because we actually practice racial equality and we actual socialism well, we, with universal health care. That's why, that's why they attacked us. The same reason why they're attacking some of our relatives. That's why they attack Vietnam, because they were going to actually bring about economic and racial equality, not talk about it, not have hashtag racial healing. You know, and indigenous, indigenous people, you know, you don't, you're not, they weren't in. Anyways, I could go on that forever. So, so the important thing, though, is that the Navy is continuing this. You're, you're going to be screwed. Quit the U.S. military. Don't join. Quit every U.S. capitalist, any capitalist corporation. Try to start a cooperative. You absolutely, if you can. <laughs> quit the U.S. police. Yes. Every and and don't don't quit all the actually the Canadian military too the Australian military are too busy slitting the throats of Uyghurs in Afghanistan did you know that no most people don't know that they just think that Asian socialist countries are committing genocide when it's a lot of white capitalist um, so called Western liberal democracies what that are committing the genocides so including Canadian I know I know I know I know person I have a friend that was in a Canadian troop that was in Afghanistan committing atrocities. He told me all about him when he came to Hawaii. And he said, yeah, I trained here in Hawaii. I trained here near that Red Hill base in Pearl Harbor. The Canadian military has to come to America's uh, bases and uh, do Army and Marine joint, you know, uh, training. Because Canada is just a, you know, it's a little pet, little pet white country. <laughs> all, all the Anglo-Saxons, are, they're all like the children of Britain and America is just the, the, the latest mutant variant. It's like, it's like the, it's like the, you know, it's like the U.S., one three six six four variant of the Brit of the it's really the Roman virus that spread. Anyways, I could go on that forever. So I will shut up. But I I, I hope I, I hope that's a long enough <laughs> intro. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Thank you so much for breaking all of that down. Um, I agree. I think that what's going on in Hawaii right now is just so emblematic of all of the the oppressions and and everything that we're fighting globally. Right. Like it's colonialism, capitalism, imperialism, environmental destruction, um, you know, the military, as you said, you know, does not give two shits about the people who actually enlist. And they purposely, you know, try to round up people who have no other option. Right. So like the people who are suffering under capitalism and unable to make ends meet, these are the people that they try to round up into the military by offering them you know, a uh, room and board or education or whatever. But, you know, in terms of the environmental aspect as well, the Pentagon is the world's biggest polluter. <clears throat> we know that. And they are also exempt from any climate treaties. So we actually don't even know the full extent of the environmental impact of 
the U.S. military, the Navy, etc. Um, I just wanted to read something that Kara uh, Javola Carlos posted on Twitter. Um, she said that U.S. military bases always endanger, never protect a community. They create Superfund sites, contaminate water, increase sex trafficking, strain domestic violence services, multiply DUIs, eat up local housing supply and raise rent, overcrowd the area, bring tourists and leave bombs. Um, and that's absolutely right, you know, um, and the fact that, as you said, they invaded, I mean, firstly, because of uh, the the socialist nature of Hawaii, but also because it was just a great launching pad for their military strikes uh, for other, you know, communist and socialist countries in Asia is just so telling, right? Um, so I think that what's going on now is just, I don't know, it's just emblematic of everything that we're dealing with, right? And the fact that uh, so many indigenous uh, communities all across Turtle Island don't have clean tr drinking water because of extractive industry, because of, you know, um, other military bases and sites like that. Um, it's just absolutely disgusting. So yeah, just thank you <laughs> for breaking all of that down. Um, so, oh, oh, yes. And then also thank you for breaking down that it, it has been going on for a long time. Um, I knew that there had been spills in the past, but um, I didn't know the extent of them. And so, yeah, it's kind of harrowing to hear that, you know, all of that happened in 2014 and still nothing changed. And even now the Navy is pushing back and saying, we're not going to drain this site, even though, you know, so many people are calling for it to be shut down. Um, I also saw that previously... Um, the Navy had basically said to people that there's no evidence that, you know, if you're a pregnant woman drinking this, that it, it was going to affect your, your child or whatever. Right. Um, and so this is affecting people in the most intimate ways, like the most horrifying and intimate ways. Um, and, and they just don't care. Right. So, yeah, uh, I guess talk about, um, you know, I, I know you said that your family has um, already been affected. So I guess maybe, you know, talk about the ways that you you may have been affected or maybe people you know. And then I also wanted to hear about the the movements that are going on to resist this, right? So I know a lot of people are calling to shut down the site. Um, you know, what are things looking like on the ground? And is there any way for us to support and amplify the movement uh, to shut down Red Hill? Yeah, just just on, uh, if you, Jabal, Oh, uh, shoot, what is it? The, the person you just met. Car, Cara? Yeah, Cara, yeah. Yeah, Cara Dribola Yeah, Cara Dribola of is, uh, you know, one of the activists. There's uh, people like, um, let's see, H-E-A-L-A-N-I or Hayalani, Sonoda uh, Pale or S-O-N-O-D-A-P-A-L-E is somebody who is uh, with Kalahui Hawaii Political Action Committee. Um, and it's, it's, it's one, just one of many. There's many different organizers, but... Um, there's currently a meeting that is being held at the, um, office of Hawaiian affairs. There, there are rallies that are happening. Um, if you just, I think if you, if you look, uh, Hawaii Red Hill, uh, protest action, uh, demonstration there, there are multiple, as far as I know, I'm not on Oahu, so I'm not, um, that's where this is generally taking place outside of Hawaii. It's mostly like just getting people to know about, I know Empire and the, the Empire Files uh, did a whole story about this. Um, Abby Martin, um, who's also at COP26. But anyways, you know, just, just sharing that around, um, anything about Red Hill, you can follow me. I'm on, you know, I'm, actually, I'm not posting as much on Instagram. I, I, I'm most active on Twitter, but I try to post sometimes on other sites um, and on my channels and such, YouTube. But, um, you know, I, I, was, I jokingly, I think in my Discord, I was like, oh, yay, I've like hot taken on social media. <laughs> I, I, on the Death Star satellites, I have tweeted the Death Star and the Earth Empire into submission. 
by having the thing reshared. And I'm, I'm, I'm joking, of course, but you know, it's like, you know, it, it is a thing like it, it's not enough simply to do that, but it like without people even knowing that this is a problem, um, without even people even knowing, like getting that, you know, I often say like, there's no education system in the Western world in the Western capitalist world. And to, to combat it, we have to, people have to, at least have to know that this is a problem. So just like sharing that around, getting information out is one thing that you, because you, you asked, what can we do? Like getting information out about it. Um, keep, keep the visibility up. I know it can be tiring because it's like, well, we got to keep reading the same story all the time. And it's just like, it's just, it, it is draining. I mean, it's a lot, but um, right now in this moment, like it's very important because it is, it is, you know, to my mind, like it, it's very much like if the, you know, it's not, of course, not just the U.S. It's, it's the, it's the military industrial complex. It's, it's with global capitalism along with global white supremacy, but it's, it's the, the belly of that kind of the confluence of wall street, the Pentagon and Silicon Valley, all that together comes, it really does come together in the U S military industrial complex. It, it is the number, as you said, you're the number one polluter on the earth. It is the number one global enforcer of capitalism. It is the number one driving in, even within capitalism, it is a driving force in self annihilatory, like just nonsensical. It's like a force of chaos. It's like a, it's like a fire demon, you know, it just, it, it breeds on conflict. I mean, capitalism and racism, these things are bad enough. Imperialism, these are bad enough. And then, but the way that the U S military operates is it literally drives and stokes conflict that destroy the environment, destroy people, destroy lives. And it makes money doing that. It profits from death. It profits from environmental destruction, the bombing, you know, of, of, of it doesn't matter who it's bombing and just killing somebody. It profits on, it profits on racism. The racism that it needs to drive racism is, is the language of war to make a war happen. You need people to hate others, particularly of a particular different skin color, culture, place, Muslims in the 2000. Now it's Chinese. It was the Japanese at one point, And it was Chinese before that. It, it just, it just moves around. And each one of these racism, that's why the U S is the most has never not been at war for only seven years is it constantly drives. So you can't really deal with racism. You can't really deal with capitalism. It, 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 it defends global capitalism. That's why I went to war in Vietnam and Korea. That's why I went to war. And uh, uh, that's why I went to Cold War to stop the opposite of capitalism. It's called communism. You know, it's uh, it, 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 if you want to deal with that, you can't deal with any of these issues, let alone COVID, which needs global mutual cooperation to do with all these things, climate change, global cooperation with countries that are actually doing a lot better on all the, 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 the environmental rubrics and from renewable technology to batteries and you can't cooperate. Anyways, I'm going on too long. The Hawaii is the belly of the beast of that military industrial complex. It, it, and this Red Hill event, if you imagine if the U S military is like smog from Lord of the Rings, cause I'm a nerd. Uh, <laughs> I'm a digital nerd. So, you know, uh, but you know, if, 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 if it's, if it's a giant smog, that's breathing fire all over, you know, uh, Afghanistan, and now it's trying to breathe it onto, you know, Taiwan and it's breathing all over the place. The, 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 the red Hill is like a missing scale that is very vulnerable right now because it is the heart of its command center. If the U S military cannot, if, if Hawaii becomes independent and uh, not becomes independent, if the, if the sovereignty of the Hawaiian people in the Hawaiian country manifests as a reality, in the majority of hundreds of thousands and over 1.4 million and internationally, it also required to become actually sovereign. It's not, it, it, it's literally a Jedi mind. It's not a Jedi mind trick. It, it is, you know, I think was it Lenin said that like, you know, 
you know, ideology is just a thing that you think, and it's a it's a fun little uh, thought experiment one day. But when enough people believe it, it becomes a material reality. The point is like ideas and concepts and and religions they they become real based on how real in the minds of the millions of people in a society or in the world accept them. And so anyway, this is where the sovereignty of indigenous people as well, as another thing, what can we do? Recognizing the indigenous peoples of Hawaii, you know, and recognizing the people of Hawaii, because again, we didn't identify blood quantum as that's not a way that we, you know, um, to be Kanaka Maoli, to be native, to be a member of the country of Hawaii was not to be brown, have one thirty second you know, from this, you know, princess, Pawahi bloodline, it's nothing to do with that. It's it's who you are inside. It's what's in your na'al. It's what's inside of you. It's, it's do you live by our values of aloha? I have an album, aloha, you know, indigenous aloha civilization, right? And it, you know, because I, I was like, I could put this indigenous socialist civilization. But, you know, we socialism is, is kind of, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a broken, unhealed uh, people's interpretation of what, indigeneity they lost 2000 years ago when they became the scarified mass of what is now Piccadilly Circus that is called Britain now but it once had indigenous peaceful mutually cooperative Aloha people there and then they got ripped to shreds and they started they, they put a cross on their shields they put on the artisanal lynching right of Jesus that they like like putting Martin Luther King on for front of your air on your aircraft carriers right and going we're the, we're not racist empire you know like Romans going look we love people just like Jesus did. We're the, we're the brown guy that we killed for imperialism, right? And that we and we put him up all over the cross. So, so you know, if people, as long as people believe this narrative that that's what that's what Christianity brings to the world, and that's what you know the Holy Roman Empire, like Spain, brought to the world, and that's what America brings today. Maybe brings goodness and freedom and justice. As long as that story remains in the minds of people, and that's why I don't like Patriot Left because it's like you, you know, you're not. <laughs> you're missing the story so that you can get $35 an hour for white man. Cause apparently nurses, teachers and Netflix software engineers are not working class. And it's like, this, this will be the seventh time that the United States and Germany have made the mistake of transactional, not actually a law, not actually, you know, what even socialism is hinting at. You're just trying to get a better deal. You're not thinking seven generationally. You're not even thinking one generation generationally. You're thinking about yourself you're not even thinking about your partner, you know, at that point, who is a teacher or a nurse. And it's like, anyways, so so if Hawaii becomes recognized as a sovereign country and the people of Hawaii as um, the legitimate people governing their legitimate country and they can make decisions and it, that, that can be enforced because people accept it. Because let's say, I don't know, China, Vietnam, Cuba, Laos, Bolivia, and the group of friends in defense of the UN Charter, right? Who actually make up bigger real world economic power, uh, not, not military power, but I mean the U.S. can't win a war against China. They, they, they could, you know, hypersonic twenty-seven Mach twenty-seven hypersonic missiles will wipe out every city in the United States. They can't do that. America's military is not in effect, is not even effective. That's what this proves, and that's why I don't want to keep driving home. America couldn't win any war. America can't even not kill its own, not even its troops. America can't keep infants of its GI Joes alive. America is not an effective military fighting force. America is like troops on its submarines, like got concussions because they cracked their head against the side of a submarine smashing into a sea mountain in the South China Sea. An F-35 fell off Her Majesty, the Queen Elizabeth's aircraft carrier because like the wind, the rain guard was up. It, it plummeted into the ocean. It didn't even lift off. 
The U.S. military, Boeing, I brought this, I bring this point up on a lot of streams. The U.S., its capitalism is self-annihilate. It's what point, another point of neo-feud is. Its capitalism at this point is, 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 is neo-feudalism is really self-annihilatory capitalism at the highest levels. It's like, let's just, let's just take all of our infrastructure and never build back better. Let's just like, let's like take the copper and the steel off of our railroad tracks and the, 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 the turbines out of our aircraft and like auction it off for as much money as we can. And they'd never, and then just like crash the planes. That's why Boeing planes don't fly anymore. And then we just give the executives, we print money and throw money into the executive's pocket, self-destroying all the actual physical, real infrastructure. And even now, you just even the military is just wiping itself out. So really, it's a paper tiger, is what one, some, some people said at one point. And when, when enough people realize that the U.S. has no jurisdiction, cannot enforce it, and enough international entities, that's why Kala Kala, one of our leaders in Hawaii, went around the world. He, he's the first head of state to travel the entire world, circumvent, circumnavigate the world. Queen Elizabeth, n- none of the queens of, or kings of any European country. America was just a like, little sad joke of Europe at this point. Well, a disgusting joke. But Europe, even at the, in the 18, mid-1800s, the Europeans had never done this. Only Kalakal, because he was trying to build an international alliance of actual socialist, you know, anti-racist, anti-imperialist, socialist, which is what Sun Yat-sen, who was a Chinese diaspora person who was raised in Hawaii, went back and began the liberation process for China and then later on for other Asian countries. But he, he built his thoughts of what it meant to be a modern, technologically advanced, independent, anti-imperialist, socialist civilization. You know, the Tang Meng Hui, is, it, was, it was actually organized on this island. The, the, there were multiple Hui, the, uh, rejuvenate, because Hui is a word that means, it's a Ch- Hawaiian, Chinese, Vietnamese, and Maori word that means working together cooperatively. It means community meeting. And I, I've discussed this on previously these streams. Uh, or uh, I think on your channel, but it also means a political action. It's not limited to, that's another important thing. You cannot limit it simply to the realm of economics, right? And just go well, working class, specifically the white working class, specifically the white cis male working class, specifically the German white cis male working class. Goebbels said, we can and we must hate capitalism and love Germany. And by, I mean the cis white male Germans, circa 1940. It's the same thing that, you know, the Tucker Carlson and... Uh, the uh, Patriot Left and all of all the biggest figures, offline and online, um, you know, I, I, offline even more dangerous because that's the majority. They're all they're all going on the same path. Uh, so Tucker Carlson, the Fox News, all the Trump 2.0 people are coming up. Trump wins Biden, by the way, in an election right now. And then they're saying only white cis men count as the working class. Everyone else is I don't know. You guys can all um, we'll figure out something to do with you, just like we did with the Chinese in the 1870s when Jonathan Swinton said the Chinese are despicable, deba- debased despotic, apolitical, amoral, uh, morass of basically insects. And we should, and he was a labor organizer and a friend of Karl Marx. He literally wrote a beautiful flowery, um, very glory filled article on Karl Marx. And then he said, let's not organize with Asians and other non-white people. Let's exterminate them. I mean, I disavow that. I mean, if anybody ends up exterminating them, including in Hawaii in the Chinatown that I'm from, uh, which was occupied by America when they burnt my ancestors uh, and relatives' uh, uh, entire businesses and community, ten thousands of people's houses to ash, right next to Red Hill, by the way, right after they started building U.S. military facilities. Anyway, so we have to have like fully. Uh, there's not even really words in English. That's why I call it a stormtrooper language. You know, they, 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 you, the, the, these words are all soaked in the blood and the death and the poisoned lands and the poisoned minds. You know, of of so many billions of people for for centuries. 
I don't even know how to express these things. But what it what it requires is radical well, indigenous people. No, we know it's radical solidarity with all people, not just people look like me, and radical solidarity with the Aina, the mother, Pachamama or Abiyala or uh, Hanuna or uh, Al Kabilan or Yajo. These are all indigenous peoples, other parts of the the earth. Um, we we recognize this, um, and and uh, that 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 requires sometimes it requires like you get less. And you don't your your maybe your material conditions don't get met like right immediately, right now to build something better, you know. And that, that that's 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 part of this this trade off. And anyway, so you know, but back to recognizing Hawaii. So that's why I think like number one, like if people become educated on what Hawaii, at least like you know, I have I, I've got lots of threads. I mean, the previous Maxi interview I was on and the channel is another place to begin. If you've seen that, is that like learning this actual history is very hard to get it in any history book and written by Western. I mean, I hate to say it because, but I have to say it because I went to, I went to a $20,000 a year private school. and I didn't learn nothing. I went to a very beautiful, I was trained to be an emperor of Palpatine. I, in my school, you were a failure if you didn't get into Yale, Harvard or Princeton, you know, if you didn't go to, you know, Richard Wolf, you know, premier Voltaire of our times, one of the few truth errors in the Western 99% bullshit world. He would tell you like, when I didn't learn anything at Harvard. You know, and I, I went to schools like that. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you can learn some things. You can learn science, some mathematics. You don't have to. You get a gentleman's B. You just, you just pass and then you rub shoulders with Mark Zuckerberg and then you just become an executive and you make trillions of dollars, you know, uh, starting a global financial crisis or something. You know, that, that's what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to go start global financial crisis to pay for yachts and mansions by selling McMansions to McDonald's employees in, in Florida uh, that they couldn't afford because they had no income, no jobs, and no assets. And I was like, this is. This is gross. And so it is hard to learn these things. I know it is very hard. Uh, that's why I try to listen to more people from all over the world that like Luna Oy is another voice that is very important because Luna is like, they have an education system there because, you know, they actually have, they actually have socialism there, you know, and it doesn't require diseducating everyone. And so when you get educated and when you start to learn these things, you know, from, from a variety of perspectives, you have to take everything I say and just go, oh, Silver Spook is the word of God because Silver Spook is like imbued with, you know, native hawaiian super intelligence or something no it's 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 just i'm mostly just trying to recapture things that have been stolen from me like my language and my history that my i watch my i watch my parents self-harm because they have stormtrooper brain they have they have colonized mine you know and uh that, that, that always hurts the most because you know it's watching my family defend their own self-annihilation and so 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 if i can stop other people from doing that to themselves and also at the same time people recognizing hawaii as as it as a as a sovereign uh country and recognizing our history and our past and and uh you know and we also we're not perfect people you know a lot of people like my family my family's all native hawaiian but they're like in denial of their own hawaiian you know they're in denial of who, of who they are you know, we call it coconut. Our indigenous relatives, like Sioux in the Turtle Island, you know, Sioux is indigenous in, in so-called Canada. You know, they, they, sometimes they call Wendigo, you know, the people that fought to kill their own people for the white man's, you know, dollars or, 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 or toonies as it was. And my family, sadly, most of my family, that's who they are. They're all coconut Wendigo. They're all, they're all sadly fighting on i have a i have like a very i have an officer like one of the people if there's anybody that will have drinking water she has uh she's actually she so i mean she's like a high level officer in the in the in the military 
like constantly she goes to the the rim pack and the indo pack the g7 meetings you know she's on she's like she tells she's not she's not operating the aircraft carrier but she's like very high officer in the u.s military beautiful house in kailua she will have fresh drinking water maybe maybe she has timeshares on you know kona and all these other places she's flying around the world i have another aunt that she's she's like mother superior she's like she runs the indo-pacific command for the holy the literal holy roman empire as a uh catholic uh like basically it's like it's like it's like, it's like a high-ranking catholic church uh officer but you know it's just a high-ranking position she's in rome she speaks seven languages she's always in france france one of this shithole european you know barbar barbarism manufacturing festivals and she so she so she she has a good life she has she can go to vegas whenever she wants she's always going to vegas and she she she's also more asian and pacific islander than anything else but she identifies first as a catholic and then and then somewhere there's some hawaiianess we put on a lay and then we dance a little hula and we don't know what it means we don't know what any of the words means we only know aloha and mahalo and welcome to hawaii thanks for you know giving some rich white guy who makes 3.3 million dollars a year with a tacky gate his your money to get on a plane and thanks for driving a bus and anyways right now support all the actions the protests against this u.s navy's poisoning right now it means online it means offline if you can get physically out there get in there they're talking about going on the military uh um going to red hill like native fines we stopped on mauna kea two multi-billion dollar you know it wasn't the u.s military but it's Right under it, it was Silicon Valley. Gordon Moore, uh, you know, he's the Intel co-founder, billion multi-billionaire. Him, thirty Canadian universities, Hawaii. Uh, uh sorry, the, yeah, the Hawaii University of Hawaii, uh, and thirty Canadian, uh, thirty California universities or the UC system, and Japan and India joint projects on Mauna Kea. Multi-billion-dollar project was stopped because hundreds of thousands of Hawaiians came out and like physically put our bodies up there and got eight thousand plus people arrested and. They brought the U.S. The U.S. military brought its B-52 H Strata Fortresses, the same ones they used to bomb Vietnam, um, and they practiced and they went and they did some practice bombing for Afghanistan. Actually, they they, they routinely practice bombing Muslims, um, and then they fly the planes up on that mountain. But they bombed while we were up there to try to scare us, like six miles, very close to us, and then they flew black, which poisoned the that's poisoning the mountain as well. All the bombs, there's there's uh, uh the, the 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 toxic materials. There's depleted uranium. Anyway, so, but we stopped it because there was enough people. And then there's also economic threats because we threatened like general strike, like shutdowns of the entire, we shut down the actual freeway from the tourist airport all the way to Waikiki. And uh, the Waikiki was flooded with hundreds of thousands of people in, in, flying Hawaiian flags and showing, and, and, and hotels, Hawaiians were saying, you don't want to disrespect Hawaiian culture because the governor said, the same governor, by the way, the one that's ordering the Navy right now said, Hawaiians are don't care about their mountain. They're a bunch of basically criminals. They're pissing and they're pooping all over their mountain. They're drop they're, they're broken bottles and drug paraphernalia all over Mauna Kea. These are just a bunch of people that are partying up there. They don't they don't think it's a sacred mountain because we're saying it's, it's a, Mauna Awa Kea is a very important. It is the highest point in the Pacific. It's very important as a sacred place where Papa, the Earth Mother, similar to Pachamama for indigenous people in socialist Bolivia or uh I wish we were like we were we're at the level of success that Bolivia is at. But with the support of the group of friends in defense of the Union Charter, we will be soon. Anyways, on that mountain, the governor is basically saying, "You Hawaiians are you're a bunch of you're just a bunch of lazy bums and you're just playing around up there. You, you you're not doing anything serious." And then after he said that, 
and basically said, you're, Hawaiians are basically savage. You're backward savages. Everything short of literally saying you Hawaiians are a bunch of freaking N-words. And you're just like dancing monkeys. Should go back to like throwing spears at yourselves while we run modern civilization for you. That's what this Japanese settler collaborator, um, not there's something wrong with him, Japanese, but yeah, he's mostly, he's in, he's, he's like what we call Twinkie, you know? He's like, I, he's the Japanese that were went through patriotic, cultural, genocidal America enforced schooling, which is part of what the UN com- considers genocide, by the way, is forced denationalization, banning of language and, and banning of books and schooling in the language of and the culture of the native people. Anyway, so that had this huge outburst. And so what happened, what's happening now is something similar where there's huge numbers of people. It's not huge numbers of people are coming out and they're starting to realize, oh, my God, this is such a huge problem. There are big actions happening. And it's just kind of even more important because it's the U.S. military. I mean, capitalism, big tech, the the, 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 the powers that were going into the one on Mauna Kea is damaging. And it, it, at the end of the day, it was really there's a deeper question of all of the harms of colonization and the genocide and the trampling of the people of Hawaii and the culture of the native Hawaiians. Um, and it kind of is a lightning rod for many, many, many deeper things on Mauna Kea. But this one is literally economically and in health wise is just jeopardizing the lives and the people of everyone. And it's the, it is the number one. It, it is, it is the biggest, most dangerous branch, or I would call it the trunk of the global white supremacist capitalist imperialist hegemony. And it happens to be in a place that is the head of the Indo-Pacific command. And it happens to be at a time when a lot of people are very upset. And there's a lot of native Hawaiians that are very, much knowing who we are and anyway so if everybody really really shares that and 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 you know whatever way they can like participate even if it's just like learning just reading yourself about it and going hey what the heck hawaii is not just like a nice little american state with a nice resort in it that's actually it's a sovereign country and there's a people in language if you even just like start undoing the wrong things in your mind that is the beginning of part of billions of people's international recognition and the manifestation, you know, it's kind of saying like not in going from just a little fun, little thought experiment or an idea into a reality. It was the beginning of people understanding. And finally nations recognizing nations, recognizing the sovereignty of Hawaii and then interacting economically with Hawaii as a sovereign country. This is, you know, cause America's playing this game with Taiwan right now. Right. And the thing is, that's fully illegitimate. In fact, I've looked, I've looked into the entire history of, that is they're saying Taiwan is an indigenous people that needs to be decolonized from the imperial, you know, uh, clutches of China. Number one, there are two different multiple. It's a complicated history, but there's multiple indigenous peoples um, that all descended from uh, China. And the colonizers were Dutch who called it the land of milk and honey and the Chinese, the worker bees who they massacred over the centuries with put down rebellion. So if there's any colonizers, it's Europeans and then Japanese later. And uh, the U.S. back fascist forces, and and anyway, but but you you see how the intern you see how these things play out in the minds of people, right? If if America blasts wrong things into your mind, like Muslims are here to get you, X, Y, and Z, you know, South American country is run by a dictator like Evo Morales, right? He's a narco trafficking dictator, and if you just blast it into people's minds, you can manufacture consent for legitimizing the coup, the military, the some kind of hybrid war intervention to to install and make real, right? That's literally what the neocon, the, the project for New American Century, all these disgusting people that, you know, uh, the Death Star operators under the Brzezinski people, the 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 the, the, the uh, descendants of what is named the Marshall Plan that was born out of America's hegemony post-World War II. 
right? And how we're going to play this grand chessboard game of crushing every, with full spectrum dominance, every other power that would seek to rise to our level. We will be the only hegemon for the rest of the foreseeable infinity, right? And there will be, this is the end of history because we, and particularly the neocon, the most belligerent subsect of these will run everything forever. And we will manufacture by blasting through Twitter, CNN, your history books, and every other media. And if that doesn't work, we'll just blow you into, blow you up. Right. And so we have to have a, I call it the life star is the counter to the, if, if Twitter is the Death Star satellites, and I, 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 I hope one day I can, you know, operate in a place that doesn't like delete people who say support the Wet'suwet'en, you know, uh, like the Unistotin got their account deleted. And, and Holly I can't even post on Instagram when you share stuff about indigenous peoples inside of the United States. It's funny, like they don't, they, like, they care a lot about indigenous people when they're trying to start a fascist anti communist action somewhere they don't really care about anyone in their own country when they when they're sharing legitimate actual grievances of indigenous people and actual genocides and so but the solution is is continuing to do this every way we can in whatever fashion we can to get as many people to recognize these truths and then take material action concrete actions as well you know like supporting economically financially people that are on the front lines and and, and starting to recognize and then in your own mind, these realities, and then spread that to everybody that you can with, with whatever limited educational and informational outlets, whether that's just talking to your friends or your family or your coworkers or your, you know, just sharing it on all, whatever means you can. And, um, and then eventually the, to my mind, the U S military is never going to clean this up. The United States is never going to clean. The United States is not legitimate. There won't be a United States. I think, you know, I mean, I'm not, there might still be one, but I don't think it's going to be around for many more decades. You know, if, if a decade, um, the whole thing is illegitimate, you know? If everybody knew what the United States was, it wouldn't exist. Kind of like when everybody knows what U.S. policing is, they want to abolish it. Because, you know, again, it's just this idea in your mind that's installed by 25, you know, thousand hours of NYPD Blue and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and all these cop shows and everything is a cop show, right? That That is part of the manufacturing of this reality that internal, you know, stormtroopers maintaining the subjugation of internally colonized people you know, or the RCMP in Canada, right? It's, it's about maintaining this legal, it's, it's about maintaining this fiction in people's minds. Um, and so, um, so don't watch, I'm, so what I'm saying is, don't watch NYPD Blue. No, um, anyways, I've been talking for so long. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's all really, really good uh, advice. Um, I think that's great. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I would absolutely recommend that everyone take part in indigenous solidarity, activism, indigenous land defense solidarity, uh, wherever you are. Um, if you're interested in supporting at Red Hill, you could even consider, um, you know, starting your own rally wherever you are, like solidarity rallies, so that we can kind of amplify that movement um, across the U.S. and let them know that, you know, we're completely against this, um, you know, anti-war movements, anti-military movements, um, even on environmental grounds. You know, you brought up uh, Abby Martin and Empire Files, and um, they're working right now on a documentary called The Earth's Greatest Enemy about how, uh, you know, America, but particularly uh, the Pentagon and the military and the Navy and whatnot are destroying the planet and, and their impact on on the environment. So, you know, I feel like if we can amplify these movements, um you know, we, we have to be anti-war, we have to be anti-imperialism, we have to shut these bases down, uh, and we have to support indigenous sovereignty and, and be in complete solidarity with uh, land-back movements and 
you know, land, land defense, land and water defense. So um, I think that's a great place to start. Um, so yeah, if, if Holly has some more links, then we can maybe put those in the description box um, for ways to support at Red Hill in particular. So yeah, just thank you so much for breaking all of this down and for sharing uh, what everything that's going on. You know, I'm, I'm really hoping that you and your family will be safe, um, you know, uh, especially your family that lives just three miles away from this place. It's, you know, it's a lot to deal with knowing that they're right there. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we leave off? And uh, if not, please shout out where people can find you and your work and your, your streams and, and Neofeud. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, mahalo nui loa. Um, of course, you know, just, just, and, and uh, for platforming this very important issue, despite, you know, uh, everything, I tend to have a very roundabout way of uh, saying things. So I just have a very, that's a Hawaiian way of, of, of going through things in a decompartmentalized and atemporal way. But it's very important that we get the message out, especially now, especially right now, about Red Hill, as you said. So I just want to re I want to reiterate that. Like, if you can, just uh, you don't have to share my particular post if you don't use whatever media you have. Uh, yeah, Empire Files has an article about it. Empire Files like does very important uh, um, reporting, and that, that's from like an international anti-imperialist uh, sort of perspective. Um, look up any actions that are happening. I mean, it's 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 gaining. It's 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 very hot right now, and um, because of its its immediacy we have to kind of keep that up. Like, I think the governor would not even come out and even try to order the Navy and they would not, they might not even shut, shut the tap. They might not even done anything. They might've just let the fuel sit there, you know, if not for all of this pressure, um, you know, there, there was a hearing that might not have been, the, the Navy had to come out for a town hall and they were like lambasted, but that might not have even happened if there wasn't this level of visibility. It could have just, cause again, 27,000 leaked. 20, almost twice this amount leaked six years ago. Nothing, nothing, basically, or very little happened. And so, so, so we have to keep that visibility going as much as we can for like, you know, because if we, if they say, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to um, shut things down. If it disappears next week, two weeks from now, and you know, water protectors know this, when the visibility goes away and the oil companies, right. Or the, you know, the military, which they all work together. They're like, Hey, looks like we can get away with it now and then they try again right um and so so we have to try to keep that up yeah you know just 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 try to uh learn get edu as educated as you can on this try to look for uh like good sources like the ones that um we try to put out there holly tries to put out there and yeah thanks thanks so much again for having me on um you can find me at silver spook games on twitter on instagram i have a youtube channel um silver i think it's silver spook or silver spook games and then also have a Twitch channel, and of course, Neofeud is the Neofeud is a cyberpunk adventure game that's like a disco elysium with uh, sci-fi dystopian characteristics. I guess if people like th that game, uh, if you're like an old school gamer, it's like '90s point-and-click adventure games. But it has, you know, again, it has the kind of radical, indigenous, left, anti-colonial, anti-imperial, anti-capitalist aloha. It has aloha characteristics, uh, sort of video games. I try, I try to make games that are, you know. Honest and politically uh, relevant, and I don't pull punches if you've played Neofeud. Uh, so, you know, uh, content warning, it gets incredibly intense. But it's ultimately to try to speak the, the things that I'm talking about right now, Red Hill, all, all, all this horrible trauma and damages. Um, Neofeud has a lot of that in within it, and it's it's kind of codified into a cyberpunk world that's not specifically say it's Hawaii. It's called Coastlandia. But, it, you know, it's a kind of an amalgamation of all of those together. So anyway, so if you get Neofeud, it supports everything we do at the Silver Spook Hui. 
which is another word that can mean worker-owned cooperative and also commune where we have no bosses and landlords. And if you want to support indigenous native clients making these and housing and feeding and clothing and trying to do education work, pick up Neofood. And then we're working on Neofood too. And um, Holly just published a book, actually. Imagine that. Mm, yeah, I just saw that. Holly published. That's awesome. Um, it's called Woman, and it's a irreverent retelling of the story of Mary from the Bible. So it's like from Mary's perspective. From somebody, from a survivor of, uh, of conservative Canadian... In particular, conservative Canadian Christian right upbringing. It's kind of a, I shouldn't, I, I might be putting words in Holly's mouth, but Holly definitely came through a very conservative Christian white Canadian upbringing. And so it's kind of like, hey, you know, there's some problems here. It's kind of a, you know, it's like, it's a kind of like, it's a, imagine it like a, like a, like a, like a, like a 20, like a, a 40 tweet thread about, this is what I think about all these problems with the Christian patriarchy. But anyways. If if you are one of those people interested and pick it up, somebody bought it for fifteen dollars. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> it's only three dollars. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll put all these links in the description box below. So everyone, please check all of this out. And yeah, just thank you so much again. And um, yeah, just keep up the great work educating everybody on this. I think you're such an important voice, uh, you know, on all of these topics. So just thank you for everything that you're doing. And uh, hopefully we can talk again in the future, but maybe under uh, better circumstances. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, thanks again. Definitely. We'll, yeah, whatever you want.